Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Will March come in like a lion and out like a lamb? Today is March 2nd, and you're listening to the Arbitrage Trade Weekend News. I'm your host, Darren Harper, bringing you three things you need to know for this weekend and three interviews. Leap year bonus day facts, responding positively when your children are frustrated, and financial deep dive with Daniel. What is a flash crash? Also, check out the winner and loser this week in the market. The 10 year fell further to 4.18, and WTI crude ran up to over $80. Here's three things. Elon Musk is not happy with OpenAI's Sam Altman and has brought a lawsuit against him and OpenAI for breaching a contract and putting profits and commercial interests ahead of the public good. Musk has made several statements in the past about how dangerous AI can be. Musk wants a careful development of the tool and Altman, who has said he wants to raise trillions and has a multi-billion dollar contract with Microsoft. The lawsuit says the OpenAI has effectively become a closed source subsidiary of Microsoft. The debate continues on, will AI improve the world or destroy it? Some of Altman's money statements lately have seemingly put making money off AI, no matter what, at the fore. CVS and Walgreens are set to start selling the abortion pill, Mufapristone. The FDA has certified the two pharmacies to allow it. Prescriptions can only be written in the legal states. These will start being filled by CVS starting in Mass and Rhode Island. Walgreens will start filling them at sites in New York, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, California, and Illinois. Biden gave his approval after the announcement. And here are the bigs for next week. All the focus is going to be on Wednesday and Thursday. Tuesday, S&P Global PMI, ISM Non-Manufacturing PMI, and prices. Wednesday, ADP Non-Farm Employment Change, Bank of Canada Interest Rate Decision. Will it stay at 5%? Feds Powell testifies on the economic outlook and recent policy actions to the Joint Economic Committee and look for a lot of sound bites from there. Just like the rate decision sessions, there is a prepared statement followed by a Q&A, which could spur the markets one way or another. Also look for the Jolts job openings and the crude oil inventories reports. Thursday brings you the Eurozone deposit facility rate, which is currently at 4%, and the ECB interest rate decision, which is currently at 4.5%, and the ECB presser, of course. There's also initial jobless claims and day two of Powell's testimony. Fed's Mester also speaks, which could push the markets one way or another, depending on which way it uh, hmm, needs to go. And on Friday, the U.S. average hourly earnings release and the U.S. employment rate. Tradewise sleeping across time zones with Arbitrage Trade Assist. Sign up today at arbitragetrade.com. Arbitrage Trade is your trusted source for business, finance, and tech info. My name's Stacy. I'm 57, and I was adopted in 2020. We were adopted in 2019. And we were adopted in 2021. We had a house. Um, And it sounds crazy, but it wasn't a home. The one thing that Jake and Emma brought is it became a home. When I met Dakota, he had just turned 14. You weren't there for the first this and the first that. I missed the first words. But we got a lot of other firsts. 
watching her say, oh my God, I cannot believe I got my license. And she's like, I passed. And I'm like, girl. <laughs> See them grow. It is. They chose to love us. They didn't have to. They chose us. Family. You and you. Kids in the middle. What I thought was a complete life was nowhere near complete. <laughs> but it is now. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Hello, Caroline. Something tells me you want to leap for joy. I would love to leap today, Royce. <laughs> is it leap day? It is leap day. All right. So you wrote about it. What? What's so special about it? Besides, you know, it's a leap year. So it's a leap year today. The day we're recording is leap day. By the time you hear it, it'll be Saturday. So do you know why we have leap day every four years? Um, I, Unfortunately, maybe. Um, The earth is not quite round. So how it does on its axis there's about six extra hours and they make up for it i want to say over four years so basically you got those six hours they put it on one day so we don't get off track right so as, as the earth rotates around the sun yeah as it revolves it takes 365 days and six hours approximately approximately yes and so you know so you get those six hours add up four of them and yep. 24 hours and, we one get day. It. and it's always on a year that's divisible by four Yes, it is. So that's one way you can kind of help remember. Um, so, you know, the, this extra day, a couple years, you know, in your lifetime, you wouldn't notice much if this didn't happen. But over the span of several millennia, it would get the seasons off. Oh, I could see you that. Know, the, the, yeah, the those days would start to add up. Those right. hours would add up. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So they would add up. So that's why we did it. Um, so when yeah. did this start? Just curious. Um, so Julius Caesar kind of had something to do with it way back, you know, in the day. Um, Egyptians began measuring time by dividing the year into 12 months of 30 days, which would be 360 days. Oh, excellent. And then at okay. the end of the year, they added five days of festivals. Ah, so that got the 365. Five. Okay. Um, but then, you know, there were different things. Calendars are so weird. You know, they really are. And they, they didn't That's even not talk about the minds. They they didn't <laughs> used to be universal as we think they are today. And even today, there are some differences like the Islamic calendar and the Hebrew calendar. You know, those are different than the calendar we yeah. typically use. But Julius Caesar even tried, they call it, I thought this was hilarious, the year of confusion. Oh, nice. To, to try to, to help sort out the divergence in seasons and months and everything that occurred. Guess how long that one year was, this year of confusion? How long? 455 days. Oh, wow. That's a cool year. Right? Right? Uh, a, you know, year of confusion. But, you know, with the calendars, even something cool. One of my favorite people from history was Isaac Newton. Yeah. One of okay. the developers of calculus. Hello. Right. My favorite subject. Right. So, I love Newton. Newtonian you know, calculus. Yeah. You know, Newton was born in the 1600s. Yes. You know, so in terms of time, that's kind of recent. He's right, kind of late to the show for, for, for Caesar and all those guys. Right. But <laughs> at the time when he was born, England was using a different calendar than the rest of Europe. Oh, wow. At the time in the 1600s. Oh, I can believe that. They had a lot of different things. They had a lot of different things. Orthodox and all that stuff. Well, if you look up when yeah. is Isaac Newton born? Yeah. Depending on which calendar you look at, it will say he was either born December twenty fifth, sixteen forty two, or January fourth, sixteen forty three, because there were, <laughs> there, were, there were about eleven days where that, those that, calendars that were off. 
Oh, that's crazy. Uh, so at least we've all kind of agreed on this leap day thing. There have also been some leap seconds added into the year in 2008, 2012, 2015. Oh, um, wow. Leap seconds. Yes. Wow. Yes. So, you know, as we get more advanced and more specific. Um, hey, here's to being right. specific. Right. Not so, specific. It, right. <laughs> Enjoy your leap day. Do something extra fun today. Get some extra trading in. Right. I already made a little bit of money today. Excellent. And if you guys want to, you can go to arbitragetrade.com slash blog to read more about leap day. Thank you, Caroline, so much for being here. All right. Talk to you later. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. <laughs> I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, Darren. Hey, Royce. I am so frustrated. I am just mad. I'm beside myself. I want to throw uh, a tantrum. What did I do now? Um, or what did you do now, actually? Actually, nothing. <laughs> it's my kids, man. Uh, my kids. Uh, they they're the mad. worst and the best. <laughs> right? First thing in the morning, I'm like, okay, let's go. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, um, okay, talk to me. What's wrong? What can I do to help you get through this? As it's opposed good. to the old school methods, yeah. like, before I break my... Uh, you better get your butt out of You remember old school. Yes, <laughs> And yes, be yes. home before those those lights come on outside. Mm, everything's changed. <laughs> everything's completely <laughs> changed. But I know sometimes it's frustrating. Sometimes there's a lot of anxiety associated with getting ready in the morning. Or just basically, kids basically... They have their view of the world. We have our view of the world. And sometimes we forget that we were kids too, I think. And some of us still act like kids. But yes, that is true. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> um, a lot of people forget to put themselves in their children's positions. So right. They don't necessarily... Um, they aren't mature. Empathize yeah, with their kids. Empathy, yeah. Empathy is definitely the, the key there, for sure. Yeah. So it's like, hey, okay, what's what's wrong? Talk to me. What's, you know, and, 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 and sometimes they just want you to listen. Because, like, even with a therapist, like, for adults, right? Mm. It's like, sometimes you just want to be heard. If you're heard, it, it, things are a little bit better for one reason or another. So make sure, like, if you have kids, because a lot of people have kids. Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> before you get frustrated with your kids, make sure you take the time to listen. Yeah, don't react. Just listen. And And I think, you know, some parents are just too quick to react to a situation and and like you said, they forget. They forget that they've been there, and and they act like a kid back. Yeah, that's, that's like, the worst thing. You got to You got You got two kids. Yeah, you got two <laughs> kids going back and forth at each other, and 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 they need to pull back and and basically assume their role. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> they're not the brother or sister. They're they not are the, the parent yeah. and the adult. Yeah. <laughs> and you, of course, you know, always bring 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, we, we got to get back today. on that train. We got to get back yeah. on that train. Well, there's this guy named L.R. Nost, which I'm sure you will uh, appreciate this saying, which is discipline is helping a child solve a problem. Absolutely. Punishment is making a child suffer for having a problem. That is true. Ooh. That is very true. And no one wants to make them suffer. Yeah. Like, and just like I've taken it one step further in my own household. And I, mm -hmm. I know I've told you about my, my reward system. Versus... I'm waiting on the book. Yes. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, okay, if you do selfless deeds in my house, you get rewarded for it. And basically I'm trying to instill in them to basically always be selfless, always do stuff because right. not that necessarily you'll get a reward. If you didn't but... hear that right, it was selfless, not selfish. Not yes. sure how it recorded, but the oh, yeah. close words. Yeah, this is make true. sure they understand. <laughs> be selfless. <laughs> yes. And basically that that'll yes. get you very, very far in life. And I think the big dichotomy dichotomy comedy too. I have made comedy. Dichotomy. <laughs> Could be a comedy. I wrong. like it. I like it. But that that it's the whole Bear the rod, spoil well, the, the child, child. from the biblical yeah, proverbs. For sure. And then how do you do that? And how far do you go with that? And then, and then I think it is symbolism to a degree. So yeah, for sure. And things for sure. have changed since smacking somebody on the butt. <laughs> Where is <laughs> to get a reaction? But there are some people who yeah. only respond to that too. So you have to some find what I still where don't you know are. how her slipper did that. <laughs> I went around the corner. It should not have been able to make that. <laughs> but if you've enjoyed listening to this, make sure you go to arbitragetrade.com slash blog to read a little bit more about finding empathy with your kids. Thank you again, Darren, for being here, and we will see you next time. Thanks, Royce. During high school, I hung with the wrong crowd, and I never graduated. I helped Santiago in many different ways, like all fathers do, because he always wanted to go to college. I felt a little embarrassed to come back to school, but eventually, once I came here, I knew that it's for a bigger goal. He was very dedicated, hardworking. He connected with his teachers. He connected with other students. That was one of the key reasons why he was able to keep forging ahead. It was amazing to see him graduate. This was one thing that meant so much to him, and of course, it meant so much to us too. With the help of my father and having my son, that was all the motivation that I needed. That support is everything. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
Hey, this is Darren with Arbitrage Trade, and this is Financial Deep Dive with Daniel. And Daniel Hopwood is our guest, as usual, each week. And we are going to discuss what is a flash crash. And um, I assume it's not talking about a certain superhero who has an accident. I don't know anything else that has to do with flashes. But what are we talking about this week, Daniel? We are talking about the market going down within a matter of minutes at 10 plus percent and then recovering by the end of the day. Wow, that sounds shady. <laughs> it's a little fishy. Uh, we're talking about two different incidents, I think, in your blog about 2010 and then uh, 2015. At least those are the the the, the timeline of dates that uh, we do talk about. Why don't you, well, yeah, let's just do a brief overview of, of the flash and uh, what happened. Yeah, so in on May 6, 2010, the Dow Jones experienced a rapid plummet of a thousand points, which is equivalent to about 9% in mm. just a matter of a few minutes. And within 30 minutes of that, the, it recovered about 80, 90% of that flash crash down. So that's hence the term flash and crash put together. It mm -hmm. is a, you know, a 10% would be considered a correction. And mm -hmm. it happening within minutes is, you know, in the flash of an eye as far as markets are concerned, unless you're in NVIDIA these days. <laughs> it just keeps going up. They're going to see if it's going to hit 1,000 or not. That's the new number that everybody's looking at. Uh, yeah, I right. vote no, it won't. But we'll see. We will see. Oh, There's a it lot might of... just for funsies. <laughs> for fun, Yeah, I think everything is for funsies now. I mean, the, the 5,000 was funsies. And, you know, they've been uh, whispering 5,200 for a while now. So it's like... It's not so far out of the picture now, for sure. Hey, but I just Bitcoin at what sixty two? Yeah, and what is it today? I don't. It's it's. Uh, it's I think it's like at sixty sixty one something like it's that. It's in that but... channel, yeah. That fifty nine yeah. to sixty two channel. You're right. I, th there's no other way to describe it than just the market's crazy. It's it's on steroids and crazy right now. And I just I would love to know where it's all coming from and uh, break it all down, but uh, I just don't have that information. <laughs> People like you and I don't get to know, Darren. That's right. <laughs> They'll, we'll know after everybody's made their money, right? Exactly. Um, so there was a lot of documentation. Um, there's a there's this group of folks out there that uh, Charles Gasparino says uh, they live in their basements with their with their mom, and uh, calls and they are called apes. And these are people who have been doing uh, due diligence and and posting it on Reddit and on X and. Uh, one of the things they talk about, which has really drove everybody crazy, is spoofing. So can you explain what spoofing is and how that uh, led to what happened with these flash crashes? Yeah, so spoofing is when a large institution, like let's say like JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, or you know maybe a hedge fund, can put orders out into the market that are you know quite large. And they are, you know, well above or below where the current market price is. And the idea is that by putting pockets of, you know, liquidity, their uh, buys or sells there, that the market will move in that direction to fill those pockets. So, you know, the uh, if there's a lot of buy orders in that are above market price, in theory, it pushes the market price up to there because the perceived value of the market is at that level, or if there are a bunch of sell orders in the market that are below the perceived market value is below the current level. And so it wants to go down and get those. And so these firms 
put out, you know, fake orders that are never intended to execute to move the orders in or the flow of the market in a particular direction where they may or may already not have a position in the market that would be a favored if it were to move in the direction of these fake orders. Okay, so it, I guess I look at it like there, uh, at least there used to be people involved. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so when you say they, um, I'm thinking you might be meaning uh, funds algorithms so that if, if it feels that something's going to go a certain way, then those algorithms pick it up and then may react to that. Is that correct? Yeah, it, it is both. You know, people do still trade, but I believe it's over 50% of the market is traded um, by not humans, I'll say. Um, so, you know, it could. Uh, so you're be, saying 50. Can I hold you to that number? You know, that, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I, you know, I have no inside baseball on that. Exactly. But, exactly. Um, we just, you know, speculate. like <laughs> if, if it, and when it comes to, you know, daily order volume, it, you know, I have a feeling that computers do a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with these flash crashes, the way it kind of works is, let's say people are putting in these orders manually, you know, it's, you know, a couple large institution hedge funds got hedge fund guys kind of managing this, mm -hmm. when things do go one way or another, then these algorithm algorithms really start trading with that flow. And that's when you see these exponential downs or exponential up periods so that, you know, right. the market starts tumbling down, these algorithms start saying, oh, it's going down, start selling more, which creates right. exponential selling pressure. And then when things get stopped and go the other way, they're buying up rapidly, you know, much faster than a human could. And that's why the exactly. recoveries also happen so fast. So would you say that uh, spoofing is a way to control a price? I mean, just at its base, it's... it's... Yeah. Definitely. Or, I know uh, you're saying to control way, a way that the price is going, but in general, if you spoof at a certain channel, then you're going to probably be able to control a certain channel that you want it to stay in. I, I've seen on level two, seen orders all day long of 10K here and there that uh, there's like four above the price and four below the price. And then you'll see that as it gets close to one of those, either above or below, the bidder ask it just disappears and it never gets filled because you can watch and see the, the, the sales timeline and there, those 10, 10 K never get filled. But as the price gets close to it, poof, they go away. <laughs> I mean, is that spoofing or is that something else layering or, I mean, spoofing um, and layering get put a lot put together. They get put together a lot. Yeah. You, you know, it's hard to tell like that. Those aren't depending on the, the stock aren't necessarily like the largest orders. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, like putting, you know, I think JP Morgan a few years ago got caught for spoofing in the uh, futures metals market. It was either gold right. or silver. And, right. you know, they had a bunch of orders out that they put out just to, you know, move the market. Now, can someone put out an order for, you know, something below market and it, you know, stay there for a while? Like, yeah, I wouldn't consider that spoofing. But, you know, if you're 5% below market and you have, you know, a hundred orders of a 10 lot out there, then, you know, that's probably spoofing it when you cancel hmm. it at the end of the day and you don't leave it open. Yeah. Especially when you can see that, let's say there's four 10 K orders and I'm given actual what, what happens, but <laughs> I'll even give a nod to GSCO, which is the, uh, the abbreviation that's been involved, but um, it, it, 
there will be four orders of 10K above a, a price and then four, four 10K orders. It seems like 10K seems to be the, sometimes it's 8K, but they're all right around the same thing of 8K to 10K. And they will actually, again, move with the price, either above or below, but never get filled. So that's one of the things that the uh, apes out there have a problem with <laughs> and, and mention it often. Um, so this Soraro, 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 I don't know. I forget how to say his name, but he's the Sararo. one that was the scapegoat. Soraro. <laughs> Let's get another host here. We'll go with you, <laughs> what you just said. So he was a scapegoat. And like I said, I mean, it's, it's just like anything else in the market. If one's doing it, then there's many others that are doing it. And it's just a matter of who gets called out, who's the scapegoat. And then we move along and repeat. Do you feel like that's what happens? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when you look at 08, it was some like random mid manager was the only guy that went to jail out of all uh -huh. the banks. It, it wasn't, you know, the risk management department of mm -hmm. you know the subprime mortgage product group that went to jail for that or, you know, whatever, wherever the orders originally came from. It was well, like uh, nowadays some with, random with... schmuck. Right, right. And nowadays with all of the uh, uh, algorithms that, uh, in my opinion, are more than 50%, but with the uh, algorithms that are written by somebody, so those programmers, uh, are they going to really go after the programmer? Are they really going to look at the code in these um, in these algorithms to see if they're actually doing the bad stuff in the market, et cetera? So I don't know how these regulators are going to to dig or, and I'll even go as far as to say, want to dig. Because if you're making a lot of money, the incentive to change things by regulators doesn't seem urgent. <laughs> and anything that changes in the market seems to take a long time. We'll float this well, idea you out know, there. When, that, when, yeah. you're, when you're BlackRock and you're one of the largest um, lobbyists in the, mm -hmm. you know, Washington, <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of funny how things don't change and Nancy Pelosi does better than, you know, hedge fund managers, which that's know, right. And Tommy I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> so we can equally offend I really, I really both sides here. The, the Nancy ETF and done the inverse Kramer ETF. I'd be a billionaire. Oh right now. man. Yeah. Not financial yes. advice. Exactly. <laughs> but what happens is they float out, uh, the, these regulators will float out, uh, uh, a regulation and then they'll have a comment period, which is like, I mean, it could be six months to a year on that. And then when it comes time for it again, they may extend that again, like they're doing with the budget for Congress right now. I mean, it's just, it's so slow. I mean, the Dodd-Frank Act is out there and we keep uh, making changes in quote um, when needed, but we don't. And it just takes forever to actually make something change. And, you know, the, one of the last things I'll say here is, <clears throat> The apes have a problem with Mr. Ken Griffin, and I think we all know who that is, and that's uh, Citadel Securities. And uh, one of the reasons is because recently he was uh, in an interview, and he said that the markets are efficient because of active managers setting the prices of securities. Okay, so the biggest word I have there is setting. I mean, that kind of jumps out to me. And then he goes further and says, trying to drive the value of companies towards where they think they should be valued. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, if, if you're really sitting back and trying to be a third party, which is hard to be, um, you think, OK, that means they're they're actually making prices where they want them, not where the supply and demand is. And that's something I guess we'll just battle forever. I don't know. I mean, is there any coincidence that the servers that Citadel uses for their hedge fund and they're separate 
market making practice are right next to each other. I, I don't know. Say, did you really say separate? <laughs> hey, what do I know? Well, if you can control all three uh, functions and uh, under the same umbrella, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You can return <laughs> that's, that's 40% really a nice. year. That's right. <laughs> hey, you're supposed to be taking the other side. What, what are you doing? Hey, 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 I had the, I had the inside baseball. I know how that that's works. Right. That's right. I mean, they shouldn't be able to decide what goes live and what goes to the dark pools, and we'll we'll put this away for when we need to use it. Blah blah blah. But anyway, I mean, that's a whole nother a whole nother talk. But I enjoy you uh, coming on, and I enjoy you uh, actually talking about the flash crash, and maybe that'll help some people um, get a kind of an insight of of why prices go. 10% down or a whole market goes down 10% uh, because it's possible. I mean, there's a lot of crazy things out there right now, the way the market is right now, the way it, it mirrors a lot of things that happened before. And uh, so we might have to put our seatbelts on and wait for the next one. Yeah. You know, I think maybe next week I'll have to write a blog post on uh, market makers to see how they operate and cause, you know, efficient <laughs> markets. I think everyone would love that and uh, deciding uh, what percentage of market makers are actually people or are algorithms as well. <laughs> I think Nazim Taleb has shown us that it's all algorithms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Dan, you have a great week and I will talk to you our weekend and I will talk to you next week. Catch you later, Dan. Have a good one. Right, bye. No one suspected a thing. I was the same Tyler they'd always know. Full of energy, the happy one. Of course, I wanted my friends to see me that way. Underneath, a different story. I mean, why was I feeling depressed when I had so many reasons to be happy? Well, guess what? Anybody can feel down, but that's not the time to just put on a brave smile and pretend like nothing's wrong. It's the time to share your feelings with your friends, your parents, your favorite teacher. In the meantime, there's a resource that helped me get back on track. For some great clues about starting your comeback from depression, visit yourlifeyourvoice.org. I'm still Tyler. Only now, what you see is who I am, really. The winner and loser this week in the markets. The loser is in DAVA, that's D-A-V-A, and they are headquartered in the UK. They provide technology services for clients in the consumer products, healthcare, mobility, and retail verticals in North America, Europe, and the UK, and internationally. They started the week at $66.50, but then the ER happened Thursday, dun, 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 and the stock dropped all the way down to almost $36.48 after over a 10% decrease in revenue and an 8% decrease in constant currency. EPS down to 0.14 of a pound from 0.26 last year. And the winner is Janix Therapeutics. That's J-A-N-X. They are headquartered in California and are a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company. And they develop immunotherapies based on proprietary tumor-activated T-cell engager and tumor-activated immunomodulator technology to treat patients suffering from cancer. The interesting thing is our algorithms gave a strong indicator last Wednesday, February the 21st, that something was up, quite literally. Within a week, Jan X hit a high of 320% gain from the point of the indicator. And that was from $13.80 to $58.16. That is a nice win. 
Visit arbitragetrade.com and learn about Pips, our AI bot, who lets you stop watching and start living. We are not financial advisors. We do provide a service. Thank you for joining us today for another edition of Arbitrage Weekend News. Log into arbitragetrade.com to read our wide variety of blogs and educate yourself on trade assist and Forex trading, or even how to make passive money with our Trade Assist Affiliate Marketer Program. You can also get to know our cute little AI bot, Pips. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.